What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie and or and or a TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, questions, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host Tony and my boy Nikki. How did my movie goers? Hello, hello, hello. I don't that was, know. That was bizarre. That was bizarre. It's cool. As bizarre as this movie, today uh, we'll be reviewing the movie The Menu, where you can find it on HBO Max. Max. Yep. Um, it just recently came out about a month, less, a little bit over, about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Mark Mylod. Uh, I don't say yeah. Malloyd. I keep fucking up. Is it Mark Mylod? Yeah, yeah. It has uh, Ralph Fiennes, Anna Taylor Joy, Nick Holt, Hong Chow, um, <clears throat> John Leguizamo, a slew cast of of uh, mm-hmm. actors, which I didn't expect in this movie. A few of them that was surprising, and, and a few of them that I've seen them in other movies, but didn't know they were in here. So this movie is revolved around an eclectic group of people that are that buy fucking I think it was like two thousand dollars a seat. To, to have this food experience uh, that is a, a food menu that was curated by Ralph Fiennes' character. Um, his name was, Ta- I'm trying to remember his name correctly, Tyler, Tyler Ledford. And it was a fucking experience. And what I loved, and first I knew, I thought initially coming into looking at the first trailer, which was like more of a teaser, I thought immediately it was going to be like, a horror movie. Well, I mean, it was it technically it falls under the it was more horror like, movie horror movie genre. Yeah, but it was it would it towards it was outside of it. Looking back in, it was more of a dark comedy than horror. Even the dark comedies do have like specific deaths, but there was more there was more comedic moments that I thought that were not going to be in it than expected. So yeah, so the story follows these group of people that go onto this private island. And they take first. They take a tour of the island where all the meats curated, all the fruits, how the some of the uh, vegetation fields garden, how some of the ingredients are, melt, are built, how what are the living quarters of the staff? So they never leave. So they're always there training every day. Yeah. And every time there's a new menu, there's it's completely different from the previous one. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the setting of the restaurant and dining area, which first of all, was beautiful. The design set. I want to add to that. And being a foodie myself, person that loves food and exploring different types. I was like into it. I was like, Oh, let's fucking go. How it goes. And then if I can take the left and I was scared for my life, every time I'm going to go to a restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, that was funny is, uh, cause Anatella Joy's character was supposed to be the every, uh, the every man, the, 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 the person, but every person, normal person who just, eats food when they eat stuff like that so he, she didn't fall into the categories that everybody else fell into right but i thought it was funny is that like people would just accepted things and i thought that was interesting it was like like there was a part where he he gave people dips for bread did not give them bread yeah and everybody's everybody's taking it like oh this is niche this is cool like no he didn't he didn't give us the thing he's supposed to give us like yeah oh. it's a it's a dig and I love stuff like that because it's almost like there are certain times where it's like you think about it. People try to find meanings in other people's actions to a certain degree. Like it's artistic. Yeah. Sometimes they're just being like jerks. Like because like, it's like they were just like, oh, no, you don't understand. It's, 
you know, this, this, and that. It's like, no, he didn't give us bread. He's an insult. Like, <laughs> he, he was dip, but no bread. I, I know, because I feel like the people go on to these like nuance and niche restaurants experience to be like, oh, it's so different from everyone else. I'm like, moments like that reminds me of the movie um, Almost My Maybe, Almost Maybe. Okay. With um, uh, John, uh, I would say John Wick. No, no, I know he's watching. Actually, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was a scene that they go to this high end, very eclectic restaurant and they're eating the meats, but they could have headphones on listening to the animal that they're eating. So you have the full cycle of life experience eating <laughs> it. So I'm like, I thought this was going to take almost a that turn, but it was way beyond that. It was. It was. It was. All right. You know, wait, wait, before you, because you, kind of, you added your your kind of reference to that. Yeah. Um. Have you have you seen um uh, Parks and Recs? Yes. Oh, of course. But do you remember the scene where um he this guy wants to go to this new type of bar? Oh my god! Where like they don't actually serve you drinks; they serve you like. Either like a ball full of smoke or a, a like, spritz of vodka, <laughs> like a hand sanitizer. Yeah, like, and you're like, wait a minute, like, and that's what I I think is stuff like that that's funny because I've it, you you think that's like making a dig on that kind of stuff, but it actually exists. Stuff like there are like uh, uh I've seen air air like places that are like oxygen uh, oxygen air, bars. Yeah, that I, was, I, I was about to say that in downtown Orlando. There's, yeah, there's like, a guy that has like a little table outside. He's like, yo, you wanna. You want to breathe some oxygen? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm breathing it right now for free. I'm on the page. Like, no, but it's just funny because this is pure. This is un like filtered, and it's gonna be the best experience of your life. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. But Relax. I just I laugh at that because it's like, if you told me, let's say, okay, like for example, in that show, they had one person that used to have like a like a bubble, and the smoke comes up, and that that's how they drink their drink, whatever the yeah. smoke. If you told me that was a different way of consuming it in a sense of like, you're going to get a different experience of the, like if I drink a shot, I know what kind of experience I'm going to have a shot, uh, how it's going to affect me, how I'm going to be buzzed. Yeah. But if you're telling me like, if you do it this way, your buzz will be a little stronger or smoother. I can understand that. Yeah. But not that, Oh, we're going to give you the same exact experience of drinking it. But instead of drinking, you're going to inhale it. Okay. Is it going to be better? No, no, it's the same exact thing. Actually, it's going to be less, less than that. Like, yeah, because you're doing like, and why am I doing it? Where you think then, like, why am I doing it? Like, that's what I'm saying is like, when you basically are just trading the thing that you're trying to get, uh, for an experience of that thing, it it just takes away. Like if like, instead of like, uh, uh, like for example, a perfect example, dude, I want to, I need to, I need to take a shower, man. I really, you know, I feel, I just want to take the, the the grease and dirt of the day away from me. So I want to take a shower. Did you know you could take a powder shower? Is yeah. that better? No, no, it's actually worse, but you know, it's different. Like, and why would I do it? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. In this movie, there was a lot of stuff like that. Like the, the first meal I support, like got me, I'm like, was the food good? Like, <laughs> like the whole, remember that? What was the, they basically looked like they got stuff from the beach. The they didn't even cook it. They, they even said they didn't even cook it. They just grabbed algae and stuff like that from the beach and put it on a plate. And I'm not saying that I'm I would be against it, but okay, is it is it good? It's a taste good. Yeah, you know, like it's I get that it's it's a unique experience, but is it good food? I know that's that's the only that's my only thing. The food looked amazing. Every Which dish, one specifically? 
I like the the beach one. I did like that one because it was just very... okay. But that's that's not that's not the food itself. That's plating. The plating. I love the plating on that one. Which I saw this one. I used to follow this Instagram, which I wish the guy kept on going, where he would just take like food from Taco Bell, Wendy's, or just anything, anything super basic, and then plate it like a professional like plate you would get at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. And it was just such a cool. I just thought it was funny. I just loved it. Because he would take Oreos and just plate it to make it look like this super extravagant meal. <laughs> but yeah, I'll continue. I'm sorry. What other what other what other food were you referencing? Like did you like from the you said you liked the first one, the the ocean dish. Yes. Uh what was another one that you, that caught your eye? That you you felt like, damn, I wish I could try that. Definitely the last one. <laughs> oh my god. I wouldn't say the last one, but that was that was real morbid. Well, we'll get into that. So yeah, so let's lead up to the to Okay, the, so the let's go through it. Okay, so So yeah. oh, ma- matter of fact, let me do uh a uh edit to the um his uh, the chef's name was Julian Slowick. Yes. Uh um <clears throat> excuse me. Nicholas Holt's character was Tyler Tyler Ledford. So there was there was there were the couples or groups that come in. So we had Tyler Ledford by played by um Nicholas Holt, which was a foodie. His date was Margaret Mills. Uh, that was by Anna Taylor Joy. Then we have a celebrity food critic with her editor, uh, Lillian Bloom. Then we had the two regulars, an old couple. Then we had um, a washed out, washed up actor played by John Leguizamo with his uh, assistant. And then we had the business partners. Of of the actual restaurant, yeah. Like I guess the assistants to the business partner. No, they were they were like they part of, they worked for the same company. company. But they were like, I guess they were very like they, the way they came off was very tech bros or very yeah very money bros. Like they just that's all they like. They didn't even care really about the food. They just wanted to be like, eh, yeah, yeah, we got this. We got money like because because we we're connected. Yeah, exactly. So. <clears throat> We get to find out early, early on, and you're like, oh, this shit's about to get serious, was that you get to see that everybody, so the chef, uh, Ralph uh, Fine's character, cre- uh, curated a menu specifically for this group of people individually yeah. created. So they all have a, a part of why he created the dish. And when you find out that um, Nicholas Holt's character wasn't his original date, which Anna Taylor Joe was in the original date. He had somebody else that, and she took filled in. It disrupted. A, it started to disrupt the process of what he was doing because she was such a, like, I'm going to say like outside character or outside person. Yeah. She wasn't into food. Not only she was not into food, but he wasn't, he didn't like how you would say, I think you, you I think you mentioned it once when mm. we were talking was that he had all the ingredients he needed to make in a dish. Like his menu was created by the people that were there. Yeah, everybody that was there played fit. a part where or like an ingredient. Well if you think about it too, is that his the whole premise of this was in a sense it was revenge. Yeah. Like very specific like well not just the end, but very specifically that each person held a part of like basically um and he himself that's why he kind of put himself in it. Basically, this whole movie was a dissemination of the food industry or the the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. to be specific. 
and each part, each person played a part in that as to why it's it's not good or it's not it's it's not as good as it, it needs to be. Like you know, you have uh, obviously you have Nick Holt's character who is somebody who doesn't just go to a restaurant and enjoy his food. He has to disseminate. He has to you know pick it apart and, and, and like analyze it. Yeah. So and he judges like everybody how they slice, how they cook, whatever. Not himself, not being able to do any of it. No, now he doesn't disseminate. He, I, like no, he I, does because he, he he judged. He was judging one of the cooks for how they were preparing the food. No, no, because he was in appreciation of it, not because he was disseminating it. Well, it doesn't. But he was. So I think he was. Yeah. I f- I feel that the food critic is the person that would disseminate more on the style, the technique, and everything else. I think he was an overly obsessive fan. Well, he was overanalyzing it. No, not to the point. It was all right. So it's almost like when you when they when they put somebody in such a high pedestal that they can do no wrong, and that's how he looked at it. And that's the that's the way I was coming across that. He's like, this is the best thing ever. Whatever they say goes. Whatever they say, I will do, because I'm that much of a fan of this chef that it takes away from actually criticizing them. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't do no wrong. From my my perspective of Nick Holt's character was that the chef could do no wrong. Whatever he said was going to do was great, beautiful, and and prepared in the sense of trying to interpret what he was trying to say. Because he followed him so much that he was like the type, and we'll fight and later on down the line, if he says, if somebody tells you to jump off the bridge, would you jump off? He's that so much of a fan that he followed him. and But he wasn't, sorry, to, uh, to interrupt, but it wasn't just that he was a fan. Because, like, for example, the reason I say disseminate is because when he went uh, critiquing the, the the fan, like, again, overanalyzing the details of the meal, not even the fact that because he, he himself practices it, mm-hmm. but just because that's, like, he's just more obsessed with the the details of it than actually enjoying it. Because the girl even asked him like, one simple question, and she he, he's like, it doesn't matter to me. Which was like, because he's over here critiquing the guy, or is he? He's commenting on this guy making the dish and everything like that. Didn't bother asking him his name, or who he was, or what was like. It didn't matter, and that, that that made nothing to him as far as who was actually making the food, other than the master chef, because that was who everybody was taught to to emulate. Like, oh man, that's yeah. the guy. Um, but he just overanalyzed it. Like, he couldn't actually sit there and like just enjoy for what it is. And the thing is, we can we can sit out, sit down, and after we enjoy a picture and, and maybe analyze it, but at the same time, we're gonna enjoy for what it is. But after the room reason we're analyzing is because if we decide we want to recreate it as a as a part like a practitioner of that art, yeah. But he and obviously that came apart later where he wasn't even a part. Like, he wasn't a practitioner at all. No, like he's like sit here and 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 mm-hmm. idolize us and love everything that we do and how we do it and know every single detail. Uh, of, how, of how it has to be done, but you can't do it. Like you don't even bother to try to do it. Yeah. Like it was one thing if he even got it, you know, somewhat wrong. Somewhat no, he he just doesn't even bother to even try to do it. Like that's why I thought it was funny when he said he had that very specific. Um, I forgot what it was. It was a machine, a very specific machine to do something with uh, cherries or something like that. You remember? Like yeah. He goes, oh, are you using this type of machine? This, yeah, I got the same one. But then, obviously, when they asked him to do the thing, he couldn't even do, like, a simple dish. You're like, why do you even have the di- Why do you even have the machine if you don't even look like you use it? Like, I just found that so interesting. It was like, because I guarantee there are people like that. It was yeah. like, 
they'll, they'll sit there, they'll have every executive thing. But so he was, that was Nick Holt's character. He was the, and the, the, the weird foodie, thing, the foodie, well, the foodie, like the, the blo- foodie blogger, I guess. Like, no, it was, he wasn't even a blog. Well, he took pictures of everything. I think it was out of for himself, not for yeah. So for for his personal collection, not for like basically he would be he would be that guy who would rather take a picture of it than actually sit down and enjoy the food. Yeah, like how people were uh, making fun of people at like Instagram, like just take a picture of the photo but then never eat it. Yeah, like that. Or he in his case he would eat it, but it was just more for the for the spectacle of what he's seeing. But then we have the food critic. Uh. She, I think the character's name was like Lillian Bloom. And then we, and like, we'll go down. So he created this menu and, and, and ultimately, like Nick said, it was a revenge story that everybody played a part in some sense of choosing why, why they were chosen to be accepted into this meal. So we'll go down the line. Mm-hmm. So we have, we already talked about Nick's cult Holt's character that he's a foodie. So he just doesn't appreciate the food, the he, food, he just he, he overanalyzes the making, the, like everything yeah. that goes into it, but he doesn't actually sit down and appreciate the food. He doesn't not appreciate, he just doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. So then we have uh, the food critic because, and that's a more of a social commentary on food critics itself, or or the overall analyzation of words do hurt, and depending on the the skill or the platform you have could be detrimental to somebody's life in a positive and negative manner. Yeah. So I think he mentioned that like she did a, a review on him and it went bad that it went almost destroyed him if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And and that went that took him down to a very dark path yeah. uh which he came around and to the point that he's at now. Uh then you have the regulars which they he's mentioned he brought this up on one of the courses that he's been there They've been there they've been eleven there, well, times. Well, the guy's been there eleven times together, but they've been together. They've been there seven times. Yeah. Yeah, and he can name one course, one meal, one dish he's ever had in nope. the last eleven times he's been there. No, nope. so they weren't. Again, they were there. All these people were going for experience, not not for the actual food. Yes. Like not to enjoy the food, and then you have, uh, like I said, the tech bros again, who were using it as a platform to just brag about that they went. Um, uh. Uh, this guy's character, which uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? The actor, um, which one? Uh, uh, John Leguizamo's character. Yeah, I guess he he could fall. Like I felt like I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him because I get like I, I again he's kind of using it as a as a like um I'm here because of this reason thing whatever. But for the most part, no, <laughs> his reason for being there. Oh, man, he had, a, just, he had a day off. No, he was just like he had a, yeah. yeah. So the, the Ralph Fiennes so character had a day off. Her, yeah. So he watched one of his movies, and it was so bad. He he's like, I had to kill you. I also I love the his character. Like that's where that's the guy who is like shows you. He's psycho. Like don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like there's a meaning for everything, but no, this guy's off his nut. Like he's crazy. You know, originally, John uh, uh, Leguizamo's part was supposed to be played by uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I think I read that. Yeah. That and he was supposed to play himself. In the doesn't movie. Ray finds the Voldemort? Yes. <laughs> so he's supposed to play himself ra- himself yeah. in the movie, and the movie that he was supposed to reference was Frankenstein, which is the movie that yeah I remember that one that he had like the worst review ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was supposed to play like it was to be like very meta. Yeah. For that, but I thought it was I thought it was like yo they should have done that that, that would have been, been hilarious beautiful. Though. 
And then the assistant was like, this is one of the best parts of the, my movie. I oh, think my gosh. Yeah, like, what about me? Like She was like, what about me? And he was like, uh, what what college did you go to? Brown. Do you have student debt? No. You're dead. You, yeah, sorry. You're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> sorry, you got to die. So I think this was this was a great... It was fucking phenomenal. It was fun. I think in, in each course, he has... He does like an introduction of why the course is the course or like the next meal that's coming up. Uh, the, the ones that got to me was... Um, I think it was the third or fourth course where he gave them tortillas, but they were laser engraved tortillas. So like the the regulars, the wife saw pictures of her husband with another woman, a younger yep. woman, mm-hmm. and one of them looked like Anna Taylor Joy. But I don't think she I don't think she ever went to the restaurant. No, but she's been with him. She's been with. She said she's been with him, but yeah, but she not wasn't, that she's never been to that restaurant. No. But she's ha- so I guess he cheats on her with escort service women. Women, but the, I think the I think there's something about the escort service was that. He picked like this is the problem. It wasn't that it was Anatole, it was Anatole Joy. It was that he picks escorts that look like his daughter, his deceased daughter. Yeah, to have dinner with her. So I don't that's know why if- they look like Anatole Joy because all of them look like his deceased daughter. And she even references where it's like, like we didn't have sex or anything, but he he would ask, he would say something like, uh, like do I love you or something like that or love me something some reference to emotion. But then he would like. Touch himself, whatever. So he had yeah. a weird, weird thing with that. Um, but yeah, that's why they look like Anatella Joy. But yeah, it was uh, like each one of them, the Tech Bros, was like all the receipts that oh, they were the, over, uh, frauds. They're frauds. They were charging for the for like everything, and then embezzlement and everything yeah, else. and then uh, the, the 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 critic was the all the restaurants that she closed down. Yeah, based on her reviews, and <laughs> John Leguizamo was the movie he was in. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh no! And then Nick Holt was uh, all the photos that he was he taking that, that when they told him not to take, not photo to take photos. photos. I love that. I love that little touches on it, with it. But I don't. I'm. I was trying to grab. Like, did you understand? All right. This is my question. Yeah. Did like some movies? Sometimes I feel like I already know the end. Okay. Like I knew that they were gonna die. Yeah. I knew they were gonna die. But in the manner that they did it was so artistic. I think I'm like, damn, this is this is a notch above. This is a different experience of, of watching a kill. I enjoyed it. Well, so here's the weird thing about them. And I think it's uh, I thought this was interesting because uh, some I was watching the ending again and uh, they all all of them. Mind you, they're all dying. They're all about to get killed by this guy. And, you know, the, the weird thing about the whole movie was the only person trying to stop their death was basically the only person who really was trying to fight to survive mm-hmm. was Anatole Joy. Yeah. Every other character just kind of accepted it. Yeah. They just sat there and just like, oh, like they don't, it's like they don't want to, but they're not really doing anything to prevent it. Yeah. So, and then especially at the end, they just let these people put these marshmallow vests on them. <laughs> and, the hat. and they all said, I love you, chef. Like all of them, not just the the the, the staff. staff. All of them, all of them said it. So, and the one difference between, aside from a uh, uh, character, the only difference between Anatella Joy's character, uh, uh, character, and the other people in the in, in the restaurant, was that she didn't try the food. 
Yeah, she didn't have any of it. She tried. Yeah, she didn't really have any of it. So I think that there was something in the food that made them more amiable. Oh. That made them more less willing to fight for their survival. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Well, because that made no sense. Like, they even reference it in the movie. They're like, like I, I forgot which part. I really want to look it up again. But there was a part of it that somebody referenced, like, you guys are not even trying to fight like to, to, to do anything. Like, you're not even trying to fight to live, basically. They're not, they're not really making any effort to try to survive the night. Like, nobody fought, fought no. off, like. A little bit of be at one part that was it, but nobody. The, the regular tried to. Yeah, but he just tried to leave. He really wasn't trying to like fight to live, survive. He didn't know that he had to fight to survive yeah. at that point. He just knew that he wouldn't want to leave, and they just quickly did that. But they didn't like. That's why I thought the movie was gonna be that they were gonna fight to survive and they were gonna do stuff to them. But no, it, they just sat there and took it. I did find the other part that was interesting was the the girl who the the chef that he apparently. I don't know if he did it for the purpose of the menu, but that he. Try to take advantage of, and she rejected him. The Matri D. The Matri. It was a Matri. Oh no, it wasn't the Matri D. It, yeah, it was the Matri. No, D. it was a. It was like a a, a, a different chef. Uh, oh yes, that he was. So I don't know. She he, made a specific dish. Yes, based off the fact that how she was feeling. Yeah, but it was it. funny because they made it seem like that was how that was how to make the dish in the first place was to, you know, basically try to sleep with her as much as humanly possible, get rejected. Then ignore her completely for like months, and then it's like like that's the, he went through this whole process. I'm like, wait, was that what happened, or is that what had to happen to create this dish? I apparently? think that's what had to happen. <laughs> he played the long game for this, dear lord. Planned. Like everything was so ridiculously planned out. planned out for like for her menu. It was just so funny because um, I don't know. I just I find that like I was literally was I was trying to find like references to everything that he was doing because it was just so crazy. I was like the guy who basically was like shot himself. Like, but the thing is, each one of them plays a part in the restaurant industry. I think, like the guy who kills himself to try to be the best, but never then never even reaches like any kind of goal. He says he's good, but he will never reach the best. Exactly. Ne- so. He, so he's like, why even try? So yeah, but that's what I, can you imagine the stress about some entrepreneurial chefs that try to do that? Where it's like they give everything to try to create a menu or meal, like to. Basically, just to to be acknowledged as the best. Yeah, to be recognized. As the, yeah, but never you know, be able to have that ability. And the thing is, I mean, we don't we don't eat at that level. But think about like people that reach, that reach the levels of what you said, the like the Michelin star or yeah. stuff like that, where it's like they kill they must kill themselves trying to get people to or what was that one movie Burn Burnt Burnt is it? yeah yeah where like everything every little detail like the guy even knew exactly what to look for. And mind you, this this is all for them to just get somebody to say that they the food is good. Yeah, that they qualify for something. Exactly. Not even that the food is good. They, oh, your food is amazing, but you need also need to be great at the taste. The food must taste amazing to achieve this status of, but not just be like. And that's and 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 I think that's a stress environment. To I can imagine to, if if your intention is to get a Michelin star, if your intention is to be like put out good food. Have a good time and and live comfortably, then straight. But to to have this, it reminds me of like whiplash. It reminds me of that the the is the juice worth the squeeze? Is all this effort, all this sacrifice you have to put yourself through? Is it worth just getting this very 
mo- small moments of acknowledgement. Well, and, and people do, and people, and that's what people strive for. And well, we think we think about this though. Like, do you think about the movie Chef? Right, the, that's the whole point. The the problem, like he started with that that wanting that that stress. Uh, he started that way. Yeah. And then he realized that it was just killing him in a sense, right? It was destroying him, destroying his family, destroying everything. And then he just went back to just cooking for himself, making food just for people to enjoy it. That's it, like cooking a dish just to watch somebody smile when they eat it. And that's genuinely how this movie kind of went to, too. It kind of got to that point as well where, I mean, we'll get to that in a minute, but, you know, where he made food and stressed him, killed him and destroyed him because he was making it for these people to judge on it. To, to kind of like tell him it's good enough to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. To, to be like I was ju- saying, like, yeah. it depends on what you're striving for. If your intentions, like I said, if it's just p- to put out great food and have a, in, a decent life and enjoy it, then that's where you're, that's the mentality you have to do. It's like the, you have to have a passion. Once you have, one, first of all, you have, need to have a passion for any kind of, any kind of career, that personal career, personal project you want to do. And, but once, once you get to that obsession, of I want to be the best or I want to get this place of acknowledgement, that's where the stress kicks in. And that's where self-doubt and sacrifices beyond beyond your normal means of sacrifice to do it. Well, you know, okay, so this is this raised an interesting movie that I just thought about. And it re- uh, Spanglish. Remember Spanglish? Yes. So you remember the foodie aspect of that movie, right? Yes. So what I find interesting, and this might fall into this movie as well, if you think about it, which is, Let's say you don't have the goals to do that kind of food, that exclusive, you know, get that mention of star type food, whatever. But then you make food for love. You make food for just for as many people could come in and enjoy your food. But then the problem is in that in that movie's case, which was, um, you know, basically people, people keep on making you into that person. People keep on making you into this exclusive chef. To the point where you cannot make food for the everyday guy because now every day is booked. No matter yeah. how much you try, you know, you become this exclusive chef as much as you try to just be a day-to-day chef. And that's what, in that movie, that's, I, I will note, I remember that movie for that specific reference was that he kept on trying to have a moderate success. Yeah. Not this exclusive thing where, he can only and that and Rafe Ralph Fiennes says the same thing in this movie, which is, I make food at a certain level and I love doing it that. But however, because I'm at this level, the only people that get to enjoy it are you guys, and you guys don't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Because you're 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 privileged or you're 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 you know you're at a high level or whatever. Not, so that's that's the the curse of the success of that. So even if you're not trying to achieve. You know that the mention of starting sense, right? But let's say you get it. You just try to make good food and you get it. Now it's like, okay, I can't make food for the Roman prince because now only these exclusive people start showing up. Yeah, and now these I, high profile, high profile people, people and want it, and the they'll pay dollar to get it, and they will step over. And I guess I'm assuming from his perspective, like they'll step over anybody else to get to that. But to he's to not that, saying he's to not to get to the table. No, I'm talking about yeah. in the sense of. Outside perspective, or like as as he's looking at as from a chef, as yeah. a view of a consumer, was like, yeah, I'm like, if he's a Michelin star, I'll pay the extra, and I'll pay over somebody else's 10, 20 times, X amount over 
what would be used to be the same the same meal a year ago because I'm able to afford it and I'm able to pay myself or pay to be on that table to eat it. You know what's funny? This there's another movie that was another horror movie that this is like. And now that I think about it, it's it's very much like it, but it's a different art genre, which is the uh I, I think it was gonna buzz saw something like that was it was based on art, like actual wall art or, or statue or whatever. Mm-hmm. Remember that it would... I don't remember. I oh. heard of the movie, but I didn't see it. So, yeah, and that movie was very similar where um, there was like a curse where people's artwork would come and come to life and kill them. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were, if it was a painting, the painting would destroy you somehow. If it was a statue, it would come to life and grab you or cut yeah. you. Whatever. So, but it had the same kind of message where it's like... Um, because it's exclusive of people decide to say that your stuff is better than all, then now it's, it's only, you know, it's, it's only the elite can actually enjoy it. Yeah. When at the end of the day, it's basically just, Hey, I like it. I'm like, you know, that's it. That's like, yeah. I should, you know, in a sense they're saying that I shouldn't be some, like something that needs to get a, a stamp of approval from somebody, some, some uh, high level person. It should just be like, well, I'm looking at it. I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. But that's okay. what in this case is like, I enjoy the food. So like, but um, okay. So did we go through everybody who was? Uh, yeah, we went through everybody. Oh, so but, but just going back to the little, couple of details that I like that they kind of harped on, which was with Nick Holt's character. They like he's this guy who knows everything about the dish, knows every menu, knows everything like that, but doesn't know how to execute. Doesn't actually know how to cook at all. Yeah, but he sits there and judges people. Not in. I guess I, I know he's not a critic, but he still sits down like analyze once in a but he doesn't actually. And he's actually out of everybody there. He's the worst. And that's not because of him being that type of foodie, but also because of what he like. He was willing to sacrifice not only himself just to try the food. You know, he's willing to sacrifice a random person. Oh, and that's the thing. And I just remember that it clicked because I just remembered that he knew that everybody was going to die. Yes. He knew it. He yeah, told he, them. He sac- he, like, for him, it didn't matter. Like, I mean, food is just food. It's, just, it's good food or bad food. But no, like, that's what you said. It's just food. But, dude, for him, it was like... An experience. It, it was worth dying for. Yeah. To try this man's food. That, that was it. Like, obsessively, he was an obsessive, obsessive fan. That's it what it was. Worth that he can't for. do wrong. <laughs> that was... Yeah. That was the that, thing that's me, when like... You, when you talk to people that, that, that hold people a celebrity or people at a higher position a, such a high pedestal that they can do no wrong and you'll follow them to the ends of the earth no matter what they do or say i just can you imagine like this like i said this guy was kind of like off hinge like uh ralph fine's guy like yeah. the chef but he's still kind of grounded in the sense of like i told you you're gonna die and you still came yeah you're fucking nuts yeah like <laughs> like and not only did you come Knowing you're gonna die, you brought a stranger who didn't even know why, like yeah. this was happening. Like, so you basically just executed her for no reason, just because you wanted to try. Because you food. had a plus one. Because oh, no, you had to have a plus, plus one. one. Wow, that was. Yeah. That must have been why he kind of came up with the other thing that he did to torture him. Yes. That was fun. That was funny though. But like, um, so yeah, um, oh, actually, you know, it reminds me of. Because obviously, like, uh, especially you being part of the gym, the, M- the MMA gym, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people that probably, let's say, if you go to, like, a bar and watch a fight. And, I mean, you as a person, you'd be like, man, if they did this, maybe they could have got one or whatever. 
But there's people that like analyze it to the point where it's like, nah, nah, you know what I would have done or what I would have like, they're like, yeah, yeah, you're like, dude, I've been in situations and I've, I, you know, what's funny Mm -hmm. and this is, and talking from that experience is that before, before when I never took boxing or MMA or whatever, whatever, boxing mostly, I used to talk shit like that. I used to be like, (laughs) oh bro, if I was me, I would have fucking uppercut hook, whatever. The minute I started doing the sport, I humbled myself so much, <laughs> and I and I would tell myself like, "Oh, there there could have been situations that would have been beneficial for the other fighter or opposite ends, whatever." But I don't criticize because one, it's a just for me. Just, I just do it for as a hobby, not competitive, nothing like that. And this and and it's a workout. It's fucking. It's a lot. It's a lot. And plus, when I do like go to sparring classes. Uh, they don't. They hit like ten percent, twenty percent to the head, one hundred percent to the body. So I don't get the full. As far as the strength, right? Yeah. As, a, as far as the strength of power that they could produce. So I already know. I'm like, oh, I could take some hits. You get me? We're having a good time. We're not trying to kill each other. We're not trying to knock. But I'm like, damn, this is just play, messing around. Imagine it was like they're going one hundred percent and one hundred percent speed because most of them are just flowing and just getting through the groove of it. Yeah. So and that's what it is. It was like. Yes. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's the same kind of concept. It's like, I mean, I get, dude. You you know, it's you. You're enjoying the fight, whatever. But just always remember, no, you can't. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, just enjoy like, the food. Like, unless you're training the way these guys are training, unless you're on that level, like, and even that, I've I've, I've been to fights, mm-hmm. uh, like at bars with other UFC fighters and like uh, uh, professional fighters. Yeah, and they'll just enjoy the fight for the fight. They don't talk shit. About what the other fighter should have done because they don't they understand there's a camp, there's an, a process, there's a game plan. Yeah. And like that. And this movie with Nick Holtz, he was all about just the spectacle of it. Yeah, like and just and seeing what he could have done or what they should do or what is done. Yeah. Except to being like when you put into the positions, like, all right, now you go do it. And he couldn't do shit. No, we're holding on hilarious. to Nick Holtz's character too. I know, because it's like he was just Fuck so that guy. Like, he was just so annoying with Fuck it. Fuck Nick Holtz's character. <laughs> Tyler was, Ledford or whatever the yeah, fuck his name is. That he was fun. Yeah. Well, um, let's get into ratings. You want to get into ratings? Okay, let's, let's get into get ratings. In, let's okay. get into ratings. Well, actually, wait. One last thing before you get into ratings. Which I thought that was fun. Because the thing is, I really, honestly, these movies always get me because there's so much analyzation that I would love to get into. Because the one thing that blew my mind, the one thing that really kind of got me was when mm-hmm. she broke, when Anatole Joy's character broke into, not broke into, because she got told to go. Yeah. To go to the main chef's private uh, place. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, no, she broke in, sorry. But either way, um, and you walk in there, and you think you're going to see some crazy stuff, and you're like, wait a minute. It's the same, like, layout as the restaurant that they're all in. And you're yeah. like, wait, this is like a duplicate of the other place. So it just shows you that this guy, when it says literally, literally dedicates every time and effort to what he does. His craft. Where he's he's living in the restaurant that he he has, I'm not sure why. Maybe he likes to practice. Maybe he likes to see how everything's gonna run like all day to the point where that's where he sleeps. Um, but it was just it was just interesting. That part was just so interest, interesting to me that it was just an exact layout of the restaurant that they were in already. Um, okay, so let's get into the, the, the well. Yeah, I think they were good. Yeah, let's get into the reviews. Let's get into it. Um, right, I give it three point seven Nikki's. I thought we couldn't do points at three. No, I can't. We can't do three point five. 
<laughs> we get the three point seven. I, mean, I didn't know we get the three point seven. We're gonna do three point seven. Okay, even a three point. It's not good enough for a four, but it's way above a three point five. Oh, I think it's perfectly good for a four. That's what you're giving it. You're okay, giving it four? yeah, but okay. Keep in mind, this is okay. Just so you know, when it comes to Nikki's and ratings, like I rate it based on the movie itself. I mean, I'm not when I give a rating, I'm not gonna say it. This is. This four is better than every other three and a half I've ever given out. No, no, I understand. No, no, no I get you. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I'm saying for me. For, for my experience with this movie, particularly right now, I would say it's a four. All right. For me, the 3.7. It was fun. I, I like the, the, the little winks and nods to, you know, the things that they're really trying to reference in real life. And uh, I love Anna Taylor Joy's character and how she was able to kind of that whole speech uh, about the burger oh yeah i can replay it in my head that, that can live in my head rent free <laughs> the whole comment i want something what do you got let me get a cheeseburger okay like like that like that whole breakdown of like her ordering the food and the details of it like he just gets into it i loved it and the fact that she just took one bite is like can i get it to go like yeah <laughs> i loved it i thought it was perfect i thought like that's the thing that like that kind of that kind of speech puts it over the top for me that's why Alrighty, so we have a 3.7 from myself and a 4 from Nikki at the movie The Menu that you can also find on HBO Max. And like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at From My Mom's Garage. We also have a Patreon if you'd like to support the podcast. Anything we do, you could put comments, suggest stuff. Or if you want to email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com, let us know what your thoughts, concerns, questions, or a movie for us to review. And like that, oh guys, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.